right to the point in that new interest, that double drum beat. That's get, right, baby. Get right at it. <laughs> you, you got him, man, because look at this hat here. It looks like I got attacked by the possum on my shirt. Is that on the swag store? <laughs> it's, it's a sample. If you guys love this hat, I don't know, let us know. Maybe we'll, I, we'll I, order I, it. I uh, think we're going to get a lot of feedback on that hat. It's <laughs> killer, man. And those are like actual tears in it. The actual tears, It looks man. like you just got your butt kicked by an angry opossum. It looks like I stuck my head in the wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> certainly does. Well, hey, everyone, this is it. What the Truck. I'm Dooner. That's the dude. What the Truck is a podcast that is live on FreightWaves, LinkedIn, FreightWaves, and, and uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, <laughs> and FreightWaves TV at noon Eastern time, Mondays and Fridays, and also on podcast players everywhere. And uh, Nico Brown says, oh, my God, great shirt. Yeah, I know. So I got to wear the immersive hat. Uh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely love it, man. Hey, great session with JT Engstrom, huh? And yeah. Rob Hatch. Like that town hall, that Q&A, passing notes around like in the lunchroom. It was great. It was really good to see. And and the dynamics were well, too. And really good content, obviously. Yes. And, you know, and listening to Rob earlier, the question that came up, speaking of Slack, was uh, from Alice Carpenter. He says, I'd never say social media advertising is the end-all, be-all. But what do you see the main difference being between social media advertising recruiting and mainstream job board advertising? Which I thought was a really interesting question. Because for me, like, true story, I haven't gotten a job through applying or a job board in over a decade. It's all been via social media, LinkedIn more specifically, and that's just been like making a connection with the person who actually makes the decision to give me the job. Every time like I've had to use like ZipRecruiter, yeah, yeah. Nothing. I, like a black, like an abyss. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I never used any of those type of recruiter things, really. I mean, my first job uh, in the industry many, many, many moons ago was was from a recruiter that the company had hired to look for individuals, right? It's the last time I, I uh, the rest of it has been through networking, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Even way back in the day, you could network. So if you can't do it today... You got you got no excuses. <laughs> no, you don't. And I think that it's it's a matter of using all the tools available it to is. you. It's using social media. It's also using job boards for people who stick to those. But uh, yeah, I, I've just uh, you can't ignore social. I mean, it, it's just bizarre for someone to discount, especially in twenty twenty, discount or ignore social media. That's where people are. You got to be where they are. Go in the Facebook groups. There's truckers all over the place there. Yeah, no, no. no I, I, you're 100% on. And there was a lot, there was some other, there was some other content there. And we can get into it a little bit later about using social media and why the difference there. Yeah. And, you know, I was also glad that they spoke. They, they answered my question speaking to addiction. It was just a few, it was just a few days ago, right? That we reported statistics released this week by the FMCSA revealed that of the 28,445 drivers registered, uh, at least one drug and alcohol violation in the FMCSA's drug and alcohol clearing base. And 90 yeah. 3% of them are in that prohibited status. 80% of those in prohibited status have yet to put to even start the return to duty process. Yeah, no, and, it, and it's an obviously, it's, it's a really, really good point, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, is, it is obviously just as important as mental health. Addiction is extremely real. Dooner, I've seen friends kill themselves. Yeah, I mean, from, drivers need to be able to help and not feel like they're stigmatizing themselves or yes. keeping themselves out of a job. You know, we, we, we live in a country where healthcare is typically through an employer, so you have to have a safe environment to do that. I was an employee at, at, at FedEx. I was one of those people who sought help once. I know FedEx yeah. does have those programs, at least for people working behind the desk like me, and uh, I would just love to see that being for drivers because I can just understand being in that situation, the fear you would have of wanting to tell someone because of the stigma associated with it. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And that's why the discussion is great to bring up here. And it's a great point. We should continue it because removing that shame from it, right? Addiction is real, man. It's a real oh, disease yeah. and people need to be able to safely reach out and do that. How much of those 80% are not going to come back because they've moved on and they're hiding somewhere else? These people are experts at it. 
It's 93% of them, they're going to build your house, right? They're, That's right. They're, doing, they're building homes. They're staying. They're not getting behind the wheel. And if you think about it, at the event, so much of what we're talking about is about retention and recruiting. And the reason why is because of how much money carriers spend, how much they have to spend. But we also got to worry about the people we already have. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, and it, it's always cheaper to turn around an employee and keep them than to go recruit others. We have a break. We'll be right back with Glenn Jones, Global VP of Product and Marketing at Bloom Global. Stick with us. We'll be right back here at the desk. Welcome back to the main desk here on What the Truck. I'm Dooner. That's the dude. And right now we're going to invite our first guest of this session on the show. And we're going to be talking about something we started all these sessions talking about, which was democratizing data based on that fuller speed ahead that kicked things off. So Glenn Jones, Global VP Products and Marketing, Bloom Global. Glenn, thank you for joining us on What the Truck at Carrier Summit 2020. Have you registered to win that Peloton, my friend? Absolutely. <laughs> he's in. He's in Smoky NorCal, right? How are the How are the fires doing over there? Uh, the fires are doing really well, unfortunately. Uh, oh, no. Outside and see about uh, two hundred yards. Oh wow! Yeah, I can see through your window there. There's a little bit of a haze out there. You can you can see it through the yeah, window behind him. There's a little bit of a haze there. Hopefully, you're staying safe. Yeah. That ash travels, like man. When I, li- when I was living in Dana Point, you would wake up. I mean, the fires would be hundreds yeah. of miles away. You'd wake up with your car covered in soot. It, was, it's, it's, it can get bad out there in California. But let's talk about something good, or let's talk about a problem, right? Data. So we've been talking so much about data and technology, but more data, more problems, especially democratizing the technology behind that and, and cleaning the sources. I know you're passionate about it, Glenn. So lead us off. Talk to us a little bit about this issue. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, Bloom has uh, been around for a while, uh, but we had a rebirth a couple of years ago, and we found that the network that we'd created uh, over the last 25 years is enriched with uh, a lot of different trucking companies, uh, terminals, uh, rail ramps, and all of these have fed a tremendous amount of data into our system. And so, you know, we're, we're continuing to increase that. We're worldwide. So we're in 130 countries now, 22 languages, and and we're trying to come up with better ways to continue to enrich that data. And so, you know, during the freightways this time, we've uh, released a new product called Carrier Go Premium, and that is a uh, 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 technology for what we call, you know, the the eighty five percent of the trucking companies in the United States, ninety percent around the world, have less than six trucks. And so they can't really compete with the big guys on the technologies. And so we've introduced a new technology that enables them to digitize their operations, digitizing tenders, digitizing invoices, being able to deliver that data back into the network and enrich that network. And so for the last 10 years, we've had this technology pretty much free for all of our customers uh, to deliver deliver the data back. And now we've made it available to a broader set of motor carriers that don't necessarily have to integrate directly into our customer base, which are the largest air and freight forwarders in the world. So that's our main market. Uh, And so this is kind of a, a new technology we've created to help not only generate but also create a higher quality of data, bringing it back into the network so we can do analytics and, and enable our both our customers and these uh, smaller owner-operator carriers to perform much better. 
Excellent stuff. And let me let me let me let me let me ask let me ask you this, Glenn. It, it because I'm I'm very wise and insightful, and I always ask these type of really oh. deep questions. Oh, where I'll where where does the name Bloom come from? So uh, the original name of the company was Res One, and this was uh, if you're an IMC and you do intermodal freight, uh, you go to Res One to get uh, EMP or UMAX containers, or you know a variety of other containers, including green containers. And so about two years ago, uh, kind of a new generation of uh, uh, leaders, I'll say, uh, including Provider Johar, who was on. Uh, uh, Craig's uh, program earlier today took over, and we are we rebranded the company Bloom, and Bloom comes from a, re- a rebirth, and mm. so taking what we've done for twenty five years and 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 blooming it out into a much bigger uh, offering, and also covering a lot more uh, in, in addition to freight forwarders, also the entire shipper market. A rebirth, like a like a phoenix from freight's ashes, becoming That's the right. the bloom, right? So we know why you're passionate. We know where the name comes from. But what? Who is Bloom Global? And I and I mean, uh, you know, the messaging you put out. But who are the people inside as well? Yeah, so a, a lot of us in, in Bloom are, have been around supply chain a long time. I mean, my uh, history is back into the I2 technologies uh, and the TMS systems there and another company called One Network. And so it's been a, a, and and other Eat Open. I ran engineering there for a while. So a lot of experience. Our CEO and a lot of the other network comes out of Manhattan, Hewlett Packard. And so a very rich history in uh, not only transportation and building transportation, technologies, but also supply chain. So we have a good understanding of where the planning meets the execution, meets the logistics. Yeah, and to that point, Glenn, so you guys, you're all over the place. You're bringing in these different siloed data sets and integrating them for the use of all these customers, international, et cetera, across all the different modes. Uh, I got to ask you, what what has been the impact of COVID-19 from your perspective? You've got to have some great insights as how this has affected your customers. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I think, you know, probably, well, there's, there's so many different impacts, all the volatility of the supply and, and the containers coming across the ocean and the movement of the freight. And so uh, movement of the freight from ocean to air. And that's been probably one of the, the, the largest uh, impacts in being having the freight forwarders be able to make those adjustments and the shippers make those adjustments. And we've seen, you know, a lot of activity in that area. Most of what we do is we manage the cargo coming, going in and out of seaports, airports, and rail ramps. And so, you know, the, the transition from, from one mode to another has been, been probably one of the larger things. What is a uh, what is a digital platform for transportation supply chain? Because now we're coming to the problem. We know we talked about tech for so long. Now the problem for a lot of people is they got too much tech. They have too many apps. You know, there's there's too many fragmented resources. So what what is that in your view? So it is. Uh, it you know we sort of call it an enabling technology, and so it, it's that ability to have. It's a combination of network and data. So it's the network of all the seaports, all the rail ramps, all of the airports, combined with the carriers themselves, the air cargo carriers, the ocean carriers, the major modes, uh, the railroads. And it's the ability to take that and take the data out of that network and put it into one place. And then, of course, we build a set of applications on top of that, but we're also enabling it for third-party partners 
partners to come in and all and build those kind of applications. But it's a single, I'll, I'll use the word virtual platform, which means that, you know, it, while we talk about a single instance in reality, you know, pieces of it are in the U.S. and in, in Europe and in China and other places in the world. But it's kind of that one view to uh, an enormous network. Ah, excellent stuff. Can you can you dig into you mentioned earlier the Carrier Go Premium? Can you can you explain that yep. a little bit deeper? So this is taking the uh, um, part of the technology that we have and a solution that we have that we have for uh, trucking companies, and it uh, it is we call it a digital platform. That's all digital, but it enables the the smaller you know owner operators or up to fifty trucks. Uh, it certainly supports the, the large ones too. But we, this is where we focus, and it allows them to accept electronic tenders, allows them to manage documents, to manage their contracts with their customers. Uh, it's like a mini, I don't know, TMS is another word for it, but it's a mini TMS that we offer at a, a very low affordable price because we want to keep these smaller carriers into the market. Our customers use these carriers, thousands of them, every single day worldwide. You know, we've almost pulled into last stop station for this interview here, but what's something you'd like people to know about Bloom before we let you go and where can they find out more information? So uh, our primary website is bloomglobal.com. But if you're interested in CarrierGo in particular, please go to carriergo.com. Those are two great websites. And the main thing to know is, is we're out there to make the freight industry run significantly more efficiently and, and able to get cargo in and, out of, in and out of the world ports and airports. Great. Well, you know what? The polls are open in the Slack channel right now. If you're not on the Slack channel, go to live.freightwaves.com. I don't know what you're doing with your life, but get on the Slack channel and vote because the polls are open for best in show. Bloom is one of those who are up to win. So if you like what Glenn had to say, give him your vote. We like that. You know, they, they, I love they, they it. Removing this barriers we really to appreciate entry. it. Bloom. Thank you yeah. so much, Glenn. We appreciate yeah, your time today. That. Appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Wow. Great so, stuff from Glenn. Yeah, like we mentioned, go, go on go go on the Slack, start voting, make it happen. Brian Richie says, great show, doing the do. We are not done. We have we have two more guests, three more segments Just on this start. show, and this thing is going till five o'clock at night at least, right? Oh, it definitely. Well, at least is. five yeah, Eastern time. That will be at here. least five Eastern. I may time. just stay here all night. I'm that yeah. excited about tomorrow. We're going well. to a break right now, but we'll be back in two short minutes. So stick around and bang your little cowbell. Welcome back to What the Truck, I'm Dooner, that's the dude, Peace and right up. now, super excited to welcome our next guest who promises either props or crops, uh, we're not sure, it's a little <laughs> yeah. hard to hear through a these little earbuds, crop, uh, sure. but it's Marilyn Service, she's Transportation Advisor at 10th Street, Marilyn, it's about time you came on this show. Yeah. I know, it is about time, I'm hoping that that's what's going to get me a hat. Oh, well, these are all samples, so we are in the voting We're in the voting phase right now. It's like survivor elimination. Someone I've already voted ten times for the, the hat that this, Dooner's wearing. The possum I, hole I, hat? I killer, man. Yeah. My prop is actually this Freightways hat from oh, the first. Oh, there you go. Yeah, from the first Freightways, Freightways live event in Atlanta. Now, I'll tell you what. If you register for this event, not only can you win a Peloton, but you can win a $50 gift certificate to the Freightwave Swag Store. That's right, swag.freightwaves.com. Take your little tail over there, nice. and you can buy a hat just like Marilyn has on. Can't right. get this what the truck hat yet. Guys. We haven't voted on the winners, but you can get that hat. So, Marilyn, you seem to have your pulse on a lot of things. Let's talk about driver pulse. Yeah. 
Yeah. So driver pulse is great. I'm pretty obsessed with it. Um, it is actually, it's a platform for that bridges the gap between drivers and the trucking company. So whether that be the recruiters in the recruiting department, or once they're hired safety people in the safety department and helps them communicate digitally throughout the whole process of marketing to and recruiting a driver and then managing them post hire. That that's uh, essential with a lot of the things that we're talking about here in this summit and and outside of this summit as well with the mental health and engaging with the drivers, recruiting, et cetera. How, how does it work a little bit? I, I understand what you're you're saying there, how it engages those different mm-hmm. things, but how exactly does it function between the two? So it functions by letting you communicate essentially app to platform. So. Um, I will date myself a little bit by remembering the days when you were trying to verify employment for a driver and you had to say, hey, um, Joe, can you please tell me what the next truck stop you're going to be at is going to be today? And then you're calling, you know, the Loves or Flying J in, you know, Bastrop, Mississippi. And you're like, (laughs) hey, can you, you know, can I, what's your fax number so I can fax over this paperwork? (laughs) Welcome to (laughs) France. And that was real life. I mean, that's how we recruited truck drivers in 2008. I mean, not so long ago. And now um, you can do all of that digitally. So any document or signature that you need from a driver in the recruiting process and in the post-hire process, you can send you can send it to them via an app and they can review it. They can sign off on it. They can take pictures like we do with our phones to deposit a check. You know, they can take pictures of their documents and then they send them into the company that they're working with just right there from their phone. And then it goes into the recruiter's dashboard in 10th Street. And then they get an alert that's like, oh, Joe just sent you his, a copy of his CDL. And so then the recruiter goes, they look at the CDL, they're like, okay, great, this is what I need. Let's move this driver on to the next stage in the process of the recruiting process. So it helps carriers hire drivers faster. And that helps drivers because drivers are getting hired faster. It's a very frustrating process, the recruiting process for everybody involved. And so being able to streamline that communication and make it go quicker and create visibility for everybody involved is, is a game changer. You know, I'll tell you, as a kid in the 80s, I used to have a buddy, and that's kind of how his parents would do, like, they would share custody yeah. via the truck stop. They would they would just leave the kid oh, at the, right? yeah, I think you would, I think you would, if you're the parent leaving the kid at the truck stop, I don't think you'd have to worry about it anymore in, in this modern day and age, but back in the 80s, that's how it was done, just like how they verified employment that she's talking about. It was a wild west out there. You don't have, you don't have to stand by the fax machine to go, whose fax is this? Yeah. Who's recruiting Tim Dooner? They still faxing? Hospitals and rest stops. Still the few places on earth fax. Marilyn, what kind of, what kind so what kind of interactivity do you have with the app? What, what is, what's the experience for the user? So the experience for the driver, um, it allows them to create an online resume. Um, so for those of you guys that may not know, I mean, it takes 45 minutes to an hour to fill out a complete DOT app. And so if a driver is applying for four or five carriers um, and they're not using driver pulse, then they might have to fill out four or five different apps or spend a lot of time with recruiters on the phone. So it allows them to enter in their personal information, engage with that, save all of that, go back in um, either as they're at their current job or when they're ready to look for a new one, update their personal information, engage with that, and then also show what they're looking for in a job. And then the app will present carriers that match what they're looking for. So it allows drivers to apply for jobs 
that they're interested in. You know, we were some of the earlier um, folks on the program have mentioned, you know, drivers aren't just applying for one job. They're applying for many jobs. Mm -hmm, Well, this mm -hmm. gives them an opportunity to engage with the jobs that they are interested in that are going to meet those needs. And then again, that removes friction for the driver and the company, you know, not having to talk to guys that are not interested in that job, you know, and drivers not having to get calls um, from companies that they're not interested in. There's right. a question so, in Slack okay, for her. I don't mean to interrupt. No, just There's a real Let, quick yeah. question here. It says, hey, Marilyn, when will 10th Street be adding truck file support? Truck file support? Yeah, I'm not sure either. I don't know if that I'm resonates not- with you. It's a question from Alyssa at FedEx. It might be something you want to circle back to in the okay. Slack channel. Yes. Yeah, I do yeah. know, Alyssa, and I will um, reach out to her because I'm not sure what truck file support means. And um, we do have the other, you know, you can engage with the app. Drivers can um, now also take training through the app. So we have mm. a full library of um, 90 titles of training, um, which includes the Truckers Against Trafficking that we're going to talk about next week that they can take at their own leisure. So whether even if the trucking company that they're working for hasn't assigned them that training or if their owner operators, they can go in and get this training on defensive driving or CSA or speed management and get certificates and actually push that to potential carriers. And so that way they can be developing themselves and engaging with the industry at all times. On that's, ac- that, that's excellent. So it's a full engagement, communication, back and forth, education, keeping in touch with these drivers that are out there on the island, even once they're brought into into the fold, so to speak, of the carrier. But uh, so have you solved for, let's call it uh, app fatigue? Does it integrate with like Craigslist, that type of stuff? Is there is a way for that to do that? So on the carrier side, we do have integrations with job boards um, via our job store. And so that's really great for carriers because it allows them to post one job and then it goes to a bunch of different job boards at once um, rather than having to go out to individual job boards. And so for um, carriers that aren't using agencies to to place advertising for them, then it allows them to do that on their own in a real seamless way. And Craigslist is one of those job boards, yes. Excellent. Wow. And is it is it compliant as well? Does it work with the drug and alcohol clearinghouse? We actually talked a little bit about that earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the issues coming up with that DOT regs, those kind of things. Yeah, that's a great question. And you know, trucking is you know is highly regulated, and so we. Um, make sure that all of our practices are compliant. You know, when documents are updated or new processes are put in place, um, then we make sure we stay compliant with that. You know, Clearinghouse was was obviously the big one this year. And um, we are a third-party TPA for the Drug and Alcohol Clearinghouse. So our carriers can run those reports directly through our platform. Um, it also engages with the driver through the clearinghouse process by pinging them and taking them straight to FMCSA. And so, um, yes, we have DQF file management, um, CSA tracking. Um, so we have a lot of different things that manage your compliance as well. You know, they just put out that press release, 10th Street did. They've made this partnership with Truckers Against Trafficking, TAT. I am so excited to talk to Marilyn about that Monday at noon Eastern time on on Monday's What the Truck. We'll also be talking about Truckers Against Trafficking this Friday. So really, really important partnership. We don't really have time to dive into that now. But um, if you could just tease it, why, why did you form that partnership with TAT? Um, Well, we we think it's important. Um, We're really excited about our new training library. And so the timing fit perfectly to be able to offer that um, important training. It's 
it's making an impact, making a dent in our industry and in our country. And so we felt that this was the right time. And we reach thousands and thousands of drivers um, daily. So it's really going to, we're excited to be able to offer that to a lot of drivers that may not have had access to it before. So it was the right thing to do. And the timing was right. Well, Michael, I, I hear the Slack notifications going off from her computer, so I know she's got to get right back into that, <laughs> that channel. If you're not on the channel, live.freightways.com, join the Slack. What are you doing with your life? You're not doing what Marilyn's I doing, which is no winning idea. at it. <laughs> Marilyn, where do people go have to learn more? Um, they can go to 10street.com, um, or you can email sales at 10street.com, and we can get you any information. Also, our virtual booth, you can always stop by there. Sounds perfect. Check out their virtual booth. Again, live.freightwaves.com. Thank you so much for all the good that you do. We're talking to Daniel Powell, President and CEO of Optimal Dynamics, when we come back from the break right here on What the Truck at Carrier Summit 2020. Welcome back to What the Truck. I'm Dooner. That is the dude. And, uh, you know, I got to say one thing. Susan Hare, she says right here in the Slack channel, will some of these sessions be able to be viewed on your site since I missed a couple of sessions? Oh, yeah. Live.freightwaves.com. It's your single source. It's your single resource for everything you need at this event, including your registration to win that Peloton. Available (laughs) only in 48 contiguous states. Right? Not affiliated with Freight Waves. That's it. Not affiliated with Freight Waves. Win your swag. (laughs) Win your gift certificate. But also, all of these will also be in audio. So if you're like me, you like podcasts, you you can't sit still and watch a TV. You always have to be moving. You can listen to the audio versions of everything. Just subscribe to Freightcast or look up Freightcast on your favorite podcast player of choice. And uh, you'll get to bring it all in. Now, let's bring our next guest up. It is uh, Optimal Dynamics, right? Optimal Dynamics, so uh, President and CEO, uh, we got Daniel Powell. Ooh, we're getting very familiar with this family, Daniel. We we just had your dad on. On what the truck? Just a few, a few short. What? Maybe less than a week ago. Yeah, not very long ago at all. Yeah. How you doing today? Glad to be on. Well, it's great having you here, man. Tell us a little, for those who did not catch that What the Truck, what are you doing with your life? For those that did not catch that episode of What the Truck, (laughs) what is Optimal Dynamics? Sure, yeah, I'm a co-founder and CEO of Optimal Dynamics. Uh, Best way to think of us is a decision company. So we help trucking companies, logistics companies, private fleets make better decisions about how to manage and operate their operations from strategic planning to actual execution, better dispatching of drivers. Excellent stuff. So optimization has been around a long time, or I should say optimization. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what I just said, but I, optimizing or something. I don't know that what works. I said, but optimization has been around a long time. The other word I said has only been around for about 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. So <laughs> why is optimal dynamics? What, what's, what's different? Why is your optimization? What is your, your solutions? Why is it different than what has been around? What are you bringing to the table? Yeah, and I think I like your new word of optimization, too. I might, might take that one. <laughs> optimization has been around a long time, and some of our team members actually helped create it back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, but one of the things that we've been really able to push the cuff on and, and start to have computers understand is how do you manage uncertainty? And I've been watching you guys all day. You know, uncertainty is probably the word of 2020. You know, what's going to happen over the next six months? What's going to happen tomorrow? And so finally, you can have systems that help better understand and learn to how the real world actually works. And if crazy things like crazy things happen like they did during COVID, how do you react to them as quickly as possible? And so this new era of optimization technology, you know, it's it's not just scary AI, but it's 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 systems actually actually learn that the real world isn't just blue skies all day. 
And while it's really cool to run these optimal plans offline, like the real world's going to work perfectly and you're not going to have any whole times at the DCs and everything's going to go great, it just doesn't work like that. And so we finally, over a long period of time, have been able to build solutions that can replicate how the real world actually operates. And so when we have a plan that makes you run more efficient, you can actually use it. And so we're not just having these blue sky events, but actually real robust systems that make real impacts uh, when they're deployed. You know who's not playing possum? Optimal Dynamics is not playing possum. You know, you know who is playing possum? People are just using traditional AI. They are using high-dimensional AI, which is like the 4D chess of AI, I think. Can you please educate us on that one? <laughs> yeah. And like our new form of optimization, high-dimensional AI is new. And I think what people don't understand is how complex trucking can be. You know, you hear about like Google solving this game of Go using AI and how impressive that is. Even if you have a trucking network with 50 trucks, that's like 100 games a go at once. And so what typical AI and people who typically deploy AI in this industry generally have to make a lot of assumptions. They take a lot of details away from how do you model a driver, and, and you end up with a highly simplified problem. And what we finally have is a system that can take in all of those details. You know, we're not stripping away what makes a unique driver a unique driver, getting him back home on time, getting the lanes that he likes. And so high-dimensional AI means that we can solve the entire problem, not just a simplified version of the problem. All right. So Dooner has coined another phrase, traditional AI, which I'm not sure that that, that, <laughs> what? that there was traditional AI back in the day. There, I there love is. the high-dimensional. Okay. <laughs> so there, there is. Why, so we're, we're talking about it solving these problems. Can you give me oh, a real-world so application of where things are at? <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, but what, what I'm asking is, is this. We're talking about solving these problems and learning and, and learning about the drivers and learning that it's not blue skies, right? We're not talking about traditional AI where there's, okay, melon season happens every year when it's going to happen or Christmas tree season, that type of stuff. We're talking about more disruptive black swan events, that type of stuff. Can you, can you give us some, some examples of, of what you're talking about there? Sure. I mean, this may be a private fleet or, or just a carrier, and they get a load called in five days from now. You know, what, what do you what do you do with that information? Uh, how do you know that you can accept it? How do you know you can move it? And so, if you have to commit to that load five days from now, there's not just going to be one way that that trucking driver gets from his home location today, picking up three or four or five loads to get to that location. You know, having redundancies built into the network, knowing that sometimes that one driver is going to get held up at a DC and we're actually going to have to use another driver. But having systems that can build in redundancies on redundancies in your dispatching plans and redundancies in your tactical plans means that no matter what happens, you have enough backup plans to actually execute, you know, what you need to do. And so it's, it's having systems that think about all the different possibilities. You know, when we make a plan inside the computer, it's not just doing one plan, it's thinking of dozens and dozens of different scenarios that possibly could go wrong. And so as long as we can execute one of them, we're going to have a successful uh, event, we're going to have a happy customer, and we're going to have a profitable network. Some of the most obvious AI that a lot of us see is in email marketing software. You know, how often do you get an email that says, hi, first name, would you like, you know, X amount of service for you? Now, how is this going to work in decision-making on higher-level functioning? You know, when you're talking about trucks and stuff, how do we get the truck not to think, hi, first name, but to actually know the exact destination or wherever we're going to apply AI so the actual output is matching the input? Sure. And I think one thing is to remember about AI is that it's just a big umbrella. It's a big, a big umbrella of different equations in math. 
And so it's not a scary word and it's not just one tool. It's an entire huge toolbox. And so you have, you know, systems that learn how to read words. And then you also have systems like ours that learn how to solve problems with what we call objective functions. You know, what, what are we trying to do with the trucking driver? So one, we have to meet uh, service, service times. We have to have profitability. We have to have these goals to shoot for. And then you also have to be able to learn these, uh, you know, unique events about what is a driver? What does he do? You know, where does he like to go? Which customers are your most important customers? Which ones uh, aren't going to kill you if you're just five minutes late? Um, and so it's about blending real world functions that you're shooting for. And then also these pieces of technology that you have to learn, these, these unique driver attributes that you have to learn. Uh, and we learn through history and we update these things every single day. And so we're not just learning in the unique attributes, but as time goes on, the system not only gets better, but it reacts to change. So if you have events that you know totally disrupt your network, it's about a system that's reacting to those events and understanding that we're now in a new world, we're now in a different network, we're not operating like we have been over the last year, but we need to help react to uh, this new future that's ahead of us today, and how do we best approach that? So. Chris Torrance says, take it easy on Daniel Powell. He's no 80s film trivia buff. So uh, let's see. Let's see if this is true or not. Which Goonie was in Avengers Endgame? Oh, my gosh. Which Goonie? Oh, man, I am not a trivia buff. I'm a oh, is he was serious. Player. I thought, I thought <laughs> he, it was Josh was Brolin, man. He was, he, was the, he was the big brother in Goonies, and he was also Thanos, right? <laughs> Making the people disappear. Okay. Well, I'll you didn't know that one either. No, heck no. I didn't well, know that. No. take me to trivia. I'll clean everyone up. Yeah. Clean it up. All right. Let's so go. What, before we let you go, uh, we have about a minute left. What's something you'd like everyone to know about optimal dynamics out there? Yeah, sure. So one is you don't have to be a large multi-billion dollar enterprise to leverage technology like ours. You know, we've had hugely successful customers from people making billions of dollars a year to people just making a couple million dollars a year on top line revenue and all seeing benefits from our solution. Two, if you're wondering, you know, can I use this technology? Is it going to make an impact to my operation? We do a free POC analysis. We just work with you guys real quickly leverage the data you already have, very little work on your side, and you can see exactly how much efficiencies you have in your network and what you can improve. So a free network analysis, whether you like to use Optimal Dynamics or not, uh, you can go to OptimalDynamics.com and reach out to us or just shoot an email at hello at, dot, hello at OptimalDynamics.com and thank we'd love you. to uh, work with anyone. Daniel Powell, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back after the break to close this out on What the Truck. Thanks, guys. Welcome back to What the Truck. I'm Dooner. That's the dude. Hey, man, we've already done two of these shows. We've done a couple yeah. live test sessions, and it isn't, it, it isn't even over yet. This, this day's still going on, and then there's a half day tomorrow. But you know what? Thematically, thematically, I'm, I'm, hearing, like I'm hearing something very similar from a lot of people. And that is, look, we came out with all these enterprise solutions, right? We came out with all these data solutions. They realized that there's two problems. One, that there's too many disparate solutions. You have to bring those all together. There's yeah, that yeah, integration. App, app fatigue, program fatigue, whatever you want to call Democratization. it, Democratization. Right? And the other one was democratizing it, making it available to the smaller players. Yeah. So to anyone in the viewing audience, so they can actually bring this software in without having a team in-house who now an architect 
at your team who needs to do that. Like if you, everything, and, and now that you're working virtually, that's more important than ever is using these sort of outsourced teams to handle everything. Yeah, absolutely. That's the exact same thing that I'm, I'm getting from this is, is you've got all this data. You've got all a brilliant technology that's coming out. I mean, the, the, the minds of technology, the, 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 the futuristic thinkers are in our industry, which is yeah. amazing because when I started 33 years ago, the future was let's get that last corner off this square and make it a wheel, right? Uh, practically. In consideration where we are right now, right? I mean, we talked about using dimes and fax machines and all that. Stuff. We didn't even have fax machines back then, but it's amazing. And then the democratization, bringing in the leveling of the play of playing field and the transparency is essential to for for all players on board and for all of us really to move forward. It's amazing stuff. And then bring that to what we just finished talking about with uh, dimensional AI. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I could talk to him forever or his dad. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure you were paying attention going. when he said high dimensional versus the traditional. Well, <laughs> what about 4D I chess? I was paying attention. My brain wasn't paying yeah. attention. No, I, that, I that happens from time to time. You know, the other theme, the other theme that I think that's emerging is one that is just core to the issues that carriers have sort of always faced, right? Which is turnover, retention, recruiting. Yes. Everybody talks about what a challenge it is. And one of the things I would love to see addressed here is. Uh, Actually tackling the challenges. Instead of, you know, a lot of times just got we hire a new person. We hire a new person. We don't try and solve any of the issues. And, and one of that is indicative uh, is with the addiction thing. I think that's one of the hardest places, one of the hardest roads to take if you're a truck driver, just because of the stigmatization and because of that churn. It, it's set up that people can leave pretty quickly. The system is sort of, it's set up that way. I know a lot of people are doing things to improve that. Yeah. But one of the ways to help do that is, look, the effing, the data shows it right there. We talk about data all the time. Data is showing that there's a lot of truck drivers with substance abuse issues who are yeah, leaving the industry. Right, and that's hurting right? capacity, and that's costing. If you're a shipper, that's costing you money. It, it obviously does. Yeah, it absolutely does. It's a huge department in many in many carriers uh, in, in their in their companies. Huge departments, a huge cost. The turnover rate is is astronomically high. Yeah, in, in all those areas, and has been. And you've got a lot of this technology that makes it easier to find drivers, but it's also making it easier for drivers to be able to move on to another job as well. Sure. But what I've seen today in some of those solutions are really the focus on engaging with those drivers that you have right now and contacting with them and staying in contact and bringing them into the fold and making them part of the team and and in more ways than just you know, what's going on in the company and what are you, you know, trying to get you home on, uh, uh, for, for home time, that type of stuff, but also the mental health issue. Yeah. And, and also, and we're talking about the drug issue and substance abuse issue and, and so on and so forth. So uh, that new technology has been something that's been exciting to really see that that's starting to be really pushed. And, and I think it's needed and it'll be great and should, should solve a lot of issues. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have to love what I'm seeing out of my trucker life with uh, with Rob Hatchett and what his team yeah. is doing to us. Those outreach and recognizing that these are real people. They don't just drive. They got families. A lot, of these, a lot of these people are away from their families. One of my good friends is a driver, Ingrid Brown, cancer survivor. She's away from her kids all of the time to be behind the road, moving America. And it's only now that a lot of these tools have started to become available. And uh, that mental health aspect, a crucial thing. I mean, think about... A lot of us have been in quarantine, right? Mm -hmm. Or we're in quarantine for a little bit. Maybe you're back mm -hmm. out in the wild now. But you know how maddening that was? That was crazy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely was. And we had discussions today talking about the reintegration from time to time that a truck driver has to do, whether it's the, it's, it's the, the wife or mother or the father or, or husband that's away. The, just help in being able to reintegrate back into the family when you're, when you're home every other week or two weeks or three weeks or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. These are real issues that are going to really make a difference. And those companies and carriers that employ these type of things are going to be able to recruit and retrain those drivers. Because when we, were, we saw Andrew Cox and Sadie Church talking about yeah. 
yeah. uh, about one of these issues. And one of the things that Andrew brought up was, okay, so the younger generation, and it seems like each generation, and we're talking about the younger drivers, their BS meters get more and more sensitive, right? And he's talking about how do you get past the BS that's on the back of every single truck? Yeah. Right, and she's talking about the branding and utilizing that social media, and and, and that's where we come for so, full circle for the advertising on social media itself. Let the drivers tell your story and make yourself stand apart. Prove that it's not BS on the back of your truck. What, what do you think that Nico? What, what do you think about what Nico Brown from Skybits had to say? He said a company I deal with in Texas focused on engaging in gaming forums, especially esports, as a way to attract younger hires. Uh, you know, Twitch. There's a lot of de- a lot of great avenues to get on there, and I think a lot of companies are just they're just starting like wait. Is TikTok going to be bad? Is TikTok not going to be bad? Is this a great place to go recruit young drivers? Well, maybe not 14-year-old drivers. You know? <laughs> yeah. they got to be a certain age. But you got Wayne Craig on there. He's like 52. He's dancing away on TikTok, man. It depends on a lot of people dance. on TikTok. <laughs> I don't know if the numbers are real. There's a lot of people there. But what do you think about that? Being smart and being quick. Being quick. I mean, we're in a digital world. you got to be quick. Embracing the technologies that people are using now. you got to be where these young people are. It, it, it absolutely is. And it, 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 I, I liken it to what um, Philip Stutz t- said earlier earlier about about marketing right you can't just kind of be interested and you got to be all the way in and invested in it you got to be it's got to be your your goal it's got to be your passion right yeah same thing here what he's talking about here what what nico is talking about here take someone who is committed to draw to to that recruiting committed to try and find those people and standing making their company stand out to these people and are willing to invest in where are they hanging out what is their wants what are their needs how do i message them how do i get through that heightened bs meter and get in front of where are they yeah. And making that investment. Well, man, I would like to take things like HubSpot and just throw them out the window because, you know, people used to automate social media a lot and just output, output, output. But if you're talking to all the people like Philip, who's successful about it, what they are doing is making sure to capture that data and not just automatically tweet things out. It's to yeah. action, find out where the people are who are talking about their things and sticking. You know what I thought was really important, too? A lot of people, like, they, they'll come on um, they'll come on and they want to get as many bullets and they want to get as many points out as possible. Where he said the smart thing, the smart thing in marketing, make the two things that are most emotionally emotionally relevant and resonant with that audience you'll think you'll be talking to and that's where that data comes in that's where actioning it comes in yeah it's 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 quality over quantity right i mean it's hitting that target you could have 18 yeah. really cool things that you think are cool and miss the two the 19 and 20 that is actually that those are the ones that are actually going to get you the drivers or get you those customers right you, you, you miss those because you're so wrapped up on what do we do well you're not worried about what are they concerned about us doing well Right? You know what I'm optimistic about, though? I'm optimistic about what we're hearing from a lot of our speakers in terms of embracing that technology. And look, you got to, in this virtual world, this virtual conference world with multiple moving parts, you got to Slack channel, you get the live.freightwaves.com to, to check everything out at the, the events at. You, you have to be pretty savvy, and you got to use that to, to reach out to people. It's exciting stuff. By the way, have we mentioned this before? If you go to live.freightwaves.com and you register, you might win a Peloton. You might win a $50 gift certificate to get a hat. Not this hat, because this is a prototype hat. But be sure hat. to ask, you gotta because s- we got to get those on the swag tour. So <laughs> this ask, one? ask your favorite retailer to hook you up with you these. Know, you know, like my mom used to say, you know, there's always a person with eyes for something. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're awesome. I like the fact that it's real blood stain, too. I like. Yeah, well, I had to stick my head in the possum hole to get that one. <laughs> what do we got coming up on this event? Because, like I said, we are not done. We have, we have a few more sessions left. And I know there's one that... You 
you had teased earlier, but it actually got moved to later in the show, right? You're dying to see Detention and Dwell. They pulled the switcheroo, but now you get the chance. What do you want to learn from that one? Yeah, well, I just think it's an exciting thing. I think these guys have positioned themselves extremely well, and I think it speaks to efficiency and strategy for, for carriers and some of the, the new things that you, you never think of. It's like, duh, put the, the hand between the two slices of bread, right? Oh. These guys have kind of positioning themselves to where it helps it can help a carrier and help the industry in many different ways make it much easier for drivers driver fatigues accidents insurance costs etc uh i love where those guys are positioning do you, themselves do you eat a lot of hand sandwiches put the ham oh between i thought you two said the hand i was gonna be like that's a tasty <laughs> hand sandwich out of you ham. michael vincent what else we got going <laughs> on here i know we have more sandwich. fireside chats too right <laughs> are we talking about driver recruiting even more again it's a theme that we keep coming back to obviously a challenge yeah. for many of you out there it'd be great if you left in the slack some of your comments on what you want to get out of these, sen- these sessions on recruiting though we're happy to drive the dialogue from up here at the captain's seat yeah, we've got and we you know, we've got Zach uh, Strickland and uh, I believe Anthony Smith, our lead economist, uh, coming up, right? Oh wow, Matt Beach. Also, if you're on the, if you're in the what the truck slack, he's he's actually got a picture of himself with a possum riding his back. I believe it's the same one they modeled this picture off. <laughs> does he have that bluish tinge <laughs> to his jaw? He does, and he's he's biting his hat. Is it a possum or an opossum? Uh, up north, we call them possums, but I, I've been hearing you guys down here call them opossums. Us guys, I'm from the north as well. I'm from Ohio. And Rachel Lavelle says, hard choice, but I'm voting the Peloton remote lifestyle. And uh, Matt Beecham, client services at Optimi, says, I'm not sure I'd rather have the Peloton or that opossum shirt. So <laughs> either one. Like I said, you register for it. You can win the Peloton. You can, uh, you know, like I said, I might be getting a Peloton. It you can join the, the elite fleet the... bike riding gang. I'll be right there with you. Like Lance Armstrong, except clean. It's the, it's the uniform for the Tim Dooner uh, low-impact Peloton uh, freight team. Do we need what the truck bicycle hats? Oh, yeah, for sure we do. Stay Absolutely. tuned. We got another event coming right up. We'll be right there with you. Thanks for joining us today. Peace and love.